Hello, Internet peeps, and welcome to a special edition, a now playing episode for Detective Pikachu. Me and Andy saw this, like, what, last week? Yeah, yes, probably. <laughs> yeah, it's a Pokemon movie, everybody, and it stars Ryan Reynolds. Uh, it stars other characters that are... Yes, I mean, he's more in it more than Ryan Reynolds is. Yeah, and the other characters I don't really care about. Can, can we point that out? Because... I. I wish Ken Watanabe was in it more. God damn it. I love him. Yeah. Oh, I forgot that he was in that. He was the, uh, the, the head chief, I guess, of the police. He's like barely in it. And for very little reason, he's, he's just there to be like, Oh, uh, you should, where's your Pokemon? You should respect your father. He loved you. Okay. Go to his apartment. And it's, it's such a shame because his character, his character is nothing, but Ken Watanabe is cool. I love him. He's great. He's a great actor. Mm Mm-hmm. And uh, this is directed by Rob Letterman, and quickly, he did a lot of kids' stuff, I could tell. He did Shark Tale, Monsters vs. Aliens, and a Jack Black movie. <laughs> a Jack Black movie. Cast a white net. Yeah, he hasn't done a lot, but I was pretty impressed. Yeah, let's go Gulliver's Tales. What is that? Gulliver's Tales. Oh, yeah. One of the bad ones. That's yeah. all he's done. He's only directed... Well, he's directed five movies, but two shorts. Huh. This guy doesn't have a lot of work under his belt. Mm-hmm. I mean, the story wasn't that... It, it, it pretty much was like a gritty Pokemon movie uh, story. I am still surprised at how effective they got that to work. Because all along, I've kind of thought that this movie might fall on its face, just because it's like, why is everything so uber-realistic? It looks it looks weird and silly, but, like, I got lost in the movie. Like, eventually, it's just my brain was just like, ah, this is just Psyduck's are real. Fuck it. <laughs> Psyduck is the best fucking character in this movie. <laughs> Period. <laughs> I, I just love the part, like, oh, he's stressed out, he's gonna blow up, he's gonna blow up, and then eventually he does, when uh, they're being chased by those alien pokemon there's a lot of new pokemons that i don't know about alien pokemon whatever those things that were in a capsule they look like alien. oh Greninja. oh Greninja's in smash brothers come on oh come on <laughs> i only do pikachu uh jigglypuff i just know the original 150 and then the fossil ones well i uh I've gotten back into Pokemon in years, as as evidenced by me talking on Escape from Side Quest. But I still don't know them all, and there were I don't know what that one is, but yeah, I know who Greninja is, for God's sake. Yeah, and then the the ones that were like mountains were they part of the original 150, or were they like? No, they're um I don't know, third generation. They're one of the generations. I I, I can't even remember the name of it. first with a T. I don't know. Terra something. They, They're cool though. They're kind of like a Venusaur, except they've got like a Zen Garden on their back. That's neat. Yeah, we saw a Snorlax, but just you know, sleeping in the middle of the street, which he does best in every Pokemon yeah, game. Makes perfect sense. That checks out. Uh, I thought it was funny that Machamp is like a traffic person. <laughs> <laughs> um. They had Mewtwo in this, which was really interesting. Like, he was in the beginning, obviously. Uh, I kind of like how the setup was, where he's like, they're getting away. Like, he, you seem like 
to think that he's evil, but then you find out that he's not at the end, pretty much. Yeah. Um, I was ready to believe that Mewtwo's evil, evil though, because, I mean, come on, it's Mewtwo. Well, they fucking, they did experiments on him, like he, and they captured him. Yeah, so, they do make the point that he's, like, sinister, and then he's like, oh, this Pikachu has shown me that not all humans are bad. Mm -hmm. blah, blah, blah. I really like, I thought that they were going to go with, we needed the most powerful Pokemon, so we got it. We got it. Oh my gosh. But they actually say it was created in the Kanto region 10 years ago, or whatever they say. And I was like, oh, that's cool. They're actually they're actually mentioning Pokemon Red and Blue. Yeah. And I like the grittiness again, and how like they had this like special gas thing called R. <laughs> like it, Like it's drugs, pretty much. I was like, oh man, it, the R is pretty much drugs, and it, uh, there's a dealer, which is Mr. Mime, by the way. Mr. Mime was hilarious. Yeah, he was funny. <laughs> I like the imaginary, like, guess that they were doing, and he's like, no, don't light me on fire. <laughs> that was a funny scene. Um... The story, like, what do you think of the reporter, by the way? Do you think it was too over the top, or you think it was just enough over the top, kind of like how Pokemon is? That's that's what I was going to say. You you just said out of my mouth. Um, If this was just any old movie, I would have been like, they're just kind of stupid. But there's something about, I don't know, maybe it's just because I was looking for this, and I wanted to see it, so I saw it. Mm -hmm. But there's something about the way that the, the girl, the reporter, is written that really makes me think about NPCs in Pokemon games. And again, I don't know if that's deserved by the writers and the actress, or if it's just my brain just wanted to see that, so my brain saw that. But I'm going to go with, yeah, they did a really good job. The character like makes sense as in the context of this movie. And you got to remember, this movie is, you know, it's for kids. It's, uh, I mean, obviously they've got a lot of stuff in there that can be for adults as well, but... Uh, yeah, I, I liked her in so much that it seemed like she fit. And mm -hmm. like when she succeeded, it made me happy because I wanted to see that character succeed. Well, what was funny is like everybody in that movie felt like they were part of the Pokemon world and how they were talking and everything. Yeah, totally. And, and like no one, there's never a moment where someone like looks at the camera and is like, can you believe how stupid this is? Like everyone just... It's just, that's the way things are. Everyone's got a Pokemon partner, though. These Pokemon are just here. What do you think of Tim? I hated him in the beginning. Um, I wouldn't say I hated him. Like, at first, I, that, that, I don't know where to go with, because it's part of, like, the monomyth kind of thing, is that he has to reject a call to action. And he's kind of like that at the beginning. People were like, oh, your father might be alive, oh, we gotta go do stuff. And he's like, no, I don't want to do this. He's rejecting this call to action. And even, um, I mean, there's a lot of stuff from the monomyth in this movie. Like, I just now came, I'm coming to this realization. But, like, yeah, at first, he's not necessarily likable. Like, I don't empathize with him too much. Mm -hmm. But as time goes on, you, you, you start to like him. Honestly, at the beginning, I couldn't wait for Detective Pikachu to show up. Yeah. <laughs> Except for when he was talking to uh, Ken Watanabe, whatever his character's name is, because I like him. Mm -hmm. And he's got a snubble. That's hilarious. Yeah, I just I just love the world. Like they built a good Pokemon world that I could, if they do more movies that is in that world, I will watch it. 
Because I didn't really care for the storyline. Like, yeah, the story was just like all right. I ne- I still don't really understand the end game of combining people with their Pokemon. Mm-hmm. Why? To what end? That it just seemed weird. But whatever. It, the, it, it, I think the story was the means to do everything else that the movie did. And normally I despise that kind of stuff. But again, I'm trying to look at it like this is a movie for all ages. It's got Pokemon in it. And honestly, it does everything else so well, I, I can find myself forgiving it for for some some story kerfuffles. I like, I like the overall arc with his father and Pikachu and that. Mm-hmm. But I don't like the uh bill bill whatever the actor's name is uh whatever i don't like howard clifford like story or whatever i don't fully understand what the hell (laughs) like Mm. i wonder i wonder if when this movie comes out on blu-ray there won't be some scenes that help me understand more what the hell is going on with that yeah i really like that ditto was kind of (laughs) like the the t-1000 in terminator 2 i really liked that like the fact that she'd been wearing or she or he or whoever they're always wearing sunglasses that was a super nice touch i liked i laughed out loud because i was like oh that makes a lot of sense yeah they they do what they do say oh it's like a super enhanced ditto or whatever dittos normally can't do it was so much fun i liked it a lot and i i find it funny that uh the the villain by the way howard clifford like when he was copying the sun um it kind of looked like Albert Wesker, with the sunglasses and the 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 hair slicked back and everything. Oh yeah, sure. I was like, is that Albert? <laughs> is he trying to be like Albert Wesker? What's going on here? Yeah. yeah, but that was that was pretty fun. Like, I had fun watching this movie. And again, I you know I I know I said this like a thousand times. I didn't really care for the story. I didn't care uh, that he was going after his father because I was like. Eventually, he's going to find out. Um, what do you think of the, like, the VR, uh, the techno? what do you think of the technology in this movie with the whole, ha? I think it, I think it served its plot purpose pretty well. I, honestly, he could have just showed them camera footage, but mm-hmm. they have, they have millions of dollars at their disposal, so they used it. The, the whole world is fiction anyway, so it doesn't hurt to, to have stuff that, that crazy in it. So I get it. It's fine. Mm-hmm. It didn't like take me out of the experience. Like this is so unrealistic. Yeah, and then there was kind of like a an arc with Detective Pikachu where because he has amnesia because of the accident and all that stuff. Uh, later, you find out that Mewtwo uh, kind of takes away his uh, memory so that he can get his son and bring him back. Man, I'll tell you fucking what. I want to see the prequel to this movie where Ryan Reynolds tracks down Mewtwo. That's the movie I want to fucking see. Hell yeah. Because <laughs> they're like, oh, we hired him and he found Mewtwo. And they just like gloss over. Having the Ryan Reynolds like prequel would be pretty cool. Um, I don't know if he'd want to do it as bad. I guess it would depend on if there was money in it. I was surprised he like appears at the end of the movie. I was like, oh, that's cool. I didn't think that would happen. Yeah, did you get nervous, by the way? Did you think that he was only going to be Detective Pikachu and then he would, you know, there would be, like, a black father? <laughs> Cause... I, yeah, I was really worried that they'd have, like, a completely different actor and that his voice would be just be different because that would it, it'd be stupid. I, I'm glad that they did what they did. Mm-hmm. 
it's kind of like oh inter interracial uh, <laughs> relationship. I was like, okay, cool. Yeah, it's a very the world of Pokemon is extremely progressive. Race doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. Love who you are. What do you think of the city that? Um, Rhyme City, right? That's what it's called. Yeah, that uh, there was no Pokemon battles, and except underground illegal ones. Yeah, what do you think about that one? I I thought it was a little silly, but I kind of I kind of dig it. Pokemon fights? Yeah. Oh, it seems badass. I love it. No, no, I I I like it, but I thought it was silly how they did it, like it was a Fight Club kind of thing. No, it's it's underground, man. It's supposed to be they like the that point in a detective story calls for they go somewhere dangerous, and then there is a bar fight or something like that. Oh, the Nazis run into them, and they gotta punch punch one out, and then they escape. They escape into the streets. That's they, they were like they're in a world of Pokemon. They gotta go somewhere dangerous. We gotta use Pokemon. That makes perfect sense. Charizard was badass, by the way. Charizard was cool. I was really disappointed that Blastoise lost uh, to that Gengar. That was bullshit. <laughs> yeah, I, I just hope that because this did get a sequel, a greenlit, by the way. But they didn't say. I figured it did. I didn't know that officially, but I mean, they'd be dumb. Though. It, the only bad thing is that Brian Reynolds is not signed on, so like, maybe they can get other people. But I, I don't. I don't think you need to have a talking Pokemon. No, but I mean, they could still have one. There's there's still precedents for talking Pokemon. Like the legendaries tend to talk in the TV show. There's Meowth who talks for no reason, as far as I know. Mm-hmm. But they could still like just just have another movie in that world, but it doesn't have to involve um, Tim or whatever his name is, and and his and his Pikachu father. It could just be another another Pokemon story in Pokemon in Rhyme City. Yeah, do you want to see like a story that is not about being the very best, like no ever no one ever was? Uh, kind of like Pokemon battle and gyms and all that stuff. Do you want to see something like that? Or do you want to see more of this? No, I want to see something completely different. I want to see more of Rhyme City because there are no Pokemon fights. It's like everyone's got a Pokemon partner, and they're just, like, helping them do their job. They, like, help them tend bar, or they help them direct traffic, or they help them be a detective. That's way more interesting, in my opinion. Because if I want to see a story about someone trying to be the very best and trying to be a Pokemon trainer, there's, like, 20 movies... And like nineteen seasons of a television show, and like a dozen games. That that's covered. I want to see something new. I, I that's why Detective Pikachu was so appealing to me. This is such an interesting premise. Like I've seen a detective movie, and I've seen Pokemon movies, but I've never seen both. Yeah, there was people that were making uh, <laughs> like mock uh sequels, uh, like Detective Detective Pikachu, and then District Attorney uh, Evie. I was like, that's hilarious. <laughs> Kind of like how they have the Let's Go Pokemon on Switch, where it's Pikachu and Eevee. Right, right. So, um, yeah. I really fucking enjoyed this. Uh, I like the noir feeling because of detective-ness in this. I read an extremely interesting article about this movie. The, the guy, the screenplay writer, straight up uses cues from like classic noir specifically the third man which by the way if you've never seen the third man it is a noir that has orson welles in it 
and I don't want to say too much about it because it's got a really famous twist in it, and if it hasn't been spoiled for you, all the better. I think it's on Netflix right now, listeners, and also dubs. Mm-hmm. But there's a famous scene in it where a light like swivels up to reveal someone that you didn't know was going to appear there, and it's like, oh, that's the surprise. It happens in this movie, and I guess in the screenplay it actually says – um, desk light swivels up to reveal Detective Pikachu a la The Third Man. And it's like, ah, oh, that's cool. Like, like, not only does it have a noirish feel, but the screenwriter consciously made decisions that would pay homage to noirs. It's great. That's that's cool. I gotta, I gotta check that out. Um, one thing I want to bring up to you. Uh, the balloons and the gas. What did it remind you of? Um, fucking... Uh, uh, Batman, right? Yeah, with Joker. I was like, man, that has like a Joker feeling to it. <laughs> but then it got weird when everybody was became their Pokemon. <laughs> that's, I, I guess, that's the only like real negative thing that I have to say about it. Is like I didn't get the whole we should be like our Pokemon. We should all be as one. Yeah, I feel like that was only the plot point so that they had an excuse to have a talking Pikachu, like to have the Ryan Reynolds-voiced Pikachu. Yeah, and technically the villain wasn't Mewtwo. Like, his conscience was, but he still had his body. Like, did he want to be the only human alive or something? Because he could take off that headset and, you know, everybody everybody would be Pokemon, so he would be, like, the leader or mayor of all these Pokemon people. That's a good point. I, don't, I, I have no idea. That's weird. Why did he do that? Yeah. <laughs> I guess because he needs Mewtwo's power to do that. Yeah. So, when he is Mewtwo, does that... I don't know. I, I don't fucking... I don't know. <laughs> um... Yeah, I, I like when, you know, Pikachu thinks that he's a, a bad person and he kind of pushes away Tim, but then you find out that he was actually a good guy. Uh, I got really down when, like, Pikachu was hurt. Did you think that he was going to die? Because I thought he was going to die. Uh, I think the thought crossed my mind, but I was quickly like, no, they're not going to do that in this movie. Dylan. I thought they were going to go to Nurse Joy, or they were going to find a Nurse Joy. <laughs> they were like, we need a healing Pokemon. I was like, oh, comes Chansey. Duh. But, and then all the Bulbasaur came back around. Mm-hmm. And what do you think of, like, how the exposition of being like, you know, we know how you feel and all that stuff. So, like, when he was communicating with that Bulbasaur, he's like, but they know how I feel. Like, what do you think about that? You know, like, because Pikachu, uh, Detective Pikachu says, we know how you... Oh, okay, yeah. I was like, what is he talking... It took me a second to wrap my head around that. Hey. Um, I get it. I mean, that that seems like a pretty classic children's movie trope, right? Mm-hmm. These the creatures, nature, animals, they're here to help us. We just have to, we have to understand them and work with them or something. Mm-hmm. I don't know. That felt really stupid when I said it, but I think it's because it's really stupid, so... Because yeah, <laughs> I, I think any other Bulbasaur would be like, I'm out of here. I, I, I don't know what's going on here. It's a little shady going on. I guess. I don't know. Bulbasaur is, I don't know, the empathetic Pokemon, right? That's what they're called? No, they're not. I, I made that up. <laughs> I don't know. Why Bulbasaur? I guess why not? But 
And can we talk about how Squirtles are like firemen? Yeah, that's awesome. I I, I had a huge grin on my face. <laughs> God, I, I kind of I, I don't want to spend money again, but I do want to see this movie again. And when it comes out on uh, you know renting on the consoles or on Amazon, I think I'll watch it again. I could see watching it with some friends again. Like I liked the movie, but I didn't fall in love with it. I don't buy a ton of movies on Blu-ray, mm-hmm. but I could totally see me and some friends renting this because a lot of my friends wanted to see it, but to my knowledge, I'm the only one who's seen it yet. So, yeah, because yeah, I'd, I'd watch it again, absolutely, drop of hat. Would you recommend people go seeing this in the movie? Because I would recommend a matinee that if you could find it cheap, go for it. Because I wouldn't recommend going for a full price movie that's what i did i went to a matinee um i would recommend you know go with a couple friends or if you have kids for the love of god go to this movie of course that you're the target audience but uh yeah i mean it's good if you dig on pokemon if you dig on stuff like this you're gonna like this movie even if you have to go to a more packed showing after it's slowed down a little bit because i mean kids movies in the theater what are you gonna expect you're gonna expect some noisy kids but I went to a matinee and it wasn't that bad. Uh, school was still in, so I was the weirdo in his early 30s in there by himself. But there were a bunch of other, like, obviously college-age students and stuff like that. So. There were some old folks in there, too. I don't know. Yeah, I, I never go to a matinee and there aren't. I think there's just old people. That's just all they do. Every day, they're like, go to a new matinee. Which doesn't sound too bad. Sounds like an all right way to spend your, your golden years. Hey, hey man. You c- just go see movies, you know, broaden your horizon, as they yeah, say. Yeah, just just see stuff you wouldn't normally see, which, coincidentally, complete side tangent, is something I force myself to do a couple times a year, and I recommend so highly to everyone. Just every once in a while when you've got a day off, you don't have anything to do, you don't have to worry about laundry or going to work or, or yard work or whatever. Just drive to the theater at, like, you know, 1 or something and just catch a matinee of whatever's coming up that you were only barely interested in. Every once in a while you'll see a stinker. But, man, I've seen a lot of movies that I just really dug the hell out of that. Mm-hmm. I'm actually looking at, like, some news of people who went to the... Uh... Oh, so you're not listening to me? You're just looking at the internet? No, no, I I hear you. <laughs> I, I, I was I was listening... I just your balls. I was listening to your rap. Uh... But uh, the uh, premiere for Pokemon, Jordan uh, Vogue Roberts, the guy that's going to do the Metal Gear movie, mm. and uh, he did the Kong Skull Island movie, he was there. And so that was interesting. Probably because he's like, Pokemon, this is fucking awesome. That's my childhood. J- just like how Metal Gear is my childhood. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so uh, like I said, I recommend to go to a matinee. Um, I would wait for this movie to, you know, go to uh, Blu-ray. I almost said DVD, but it also goes to DVD, too. Um, yeah. yeah, that's, I mean, at the end of the day, for people, for, for our, the audience of this podcast, if you have kids, see it no matter what, go on a Saturday. But if you're just, if you're like us, catch a matinee or, yeah, rent it when it comes out. Rent it on PlayStation or whatever. Mm-hmm. Oh, and one thing I want to bring up, the... The acting with the humans and stuff, I thought it was very Disney Channel-esque a little bit. <laughs> I think I know what you mean. I think I... I think Because I was like, ah, oh, this seems like Disney Channel. But then I was like, oh, it's over the top because of Pokemon. But, sure. yeah. Other than that, everybody, um, that's 
pretty much it. Do you have anything else to say about uh, Detective Pikachu? Not really. No, it was good. I liked it. It had some some weird issues, but nothing that that broke the experience for me. Overall, I just sat there for however long the movie is. I don't know, and just enjoyed myself the whole time. I smiled and laughed, and you know, there you go. That's all I could expect. Mm-hmm. Uh, the next movie that we're gonna be seeing is Godzilla, um, the monsters, whatever. King of Monsters. King of Monsters, and it stars with the chick from Stranger Things. Who cares? It stars Godzilla. <laughs> I'm really excited about that film. Uh, we're going to be seeing it, not the day of, but like pretty much the same week. Yeah, generally speaking, we're going to try to keep up with doing these now playing episodes because, I mean, not only is it fun, but you know, I think this is more what people want to see. I don't know. We'll find out. But um, generally speaking, we're not going to do them day of or anything. Look for them about a week later. We're more of a, you know, save your money matinee kind of. Mm-hmm. We like to, you know, save money, be cheap, because that's who we are. We are adults. <laughs> well, we also love movies, so. Yep. Uh, to catch all of our podcasts, uh, which is Big Trouble Podcast, the now playing uh, special episodes that we're doing, uh, and Escape from SideQuest, which is going to be our video games, which we will be covering E3 in a couple of weeks, so keep an eye on that. And... Uh, Go to uh, Podbean, go to novnetwork.podbean.com, and also go to the iTunes and Spotify if you go to Nerd Review Network and you search that one, and you will see all of our podcasts. We also have the Nemesis Project with me and Zach. Uh, we were supposed to record this week, but we're still working on Resident Evil Zero because we're having problems with it, so there's probably going to be another rant. He uh, was telling me about that. I'm very interested in that one. All I just want to say is the monkeys in that game is fucking retarded. And that's all I'm going to say. <laughs> Man, not only did you say monkeys, which is insulting to apes, but then you said retarded, which is also not PC. Mm-hmm. Because it's, it's annoying that I'm just going to leave it at that. Just watch out for the next uh, Nemesis project. Until next time, everybody. See you next week. Thanks for listening. <laughs>